It's the Brad and Brit cast. We're glad you're with us. Uh, Brit flew in early this morning after being up in Milwaukee for the debate, and uh, Brit was not allowed in. You were not allowed in, and so you Mm. palled around with Don Jr. I did. And his uh, fiance, Kimberly Guilfoyle, up there in Milwaukee. Sure. You know, um, they, they still try to trade off of that beer reputation that they have you know the beer that made milwaukee famous and i don't know if there's any like i don't think there's a macro beer that's produced in milwaukee anymore is there i think there's one but is there that's funny yeah yeah no it was a fun time and for some reason we got really sweaty around three o'clock in the morning i don't know how that how that worked out sweaty with don jr yeah um i i want to start off with uh papa's got a brand new lawyer before we Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about the debate. So if you're looking at your calendar, uh, today is Thursday, which must mean time for a new lawyer if you're not Trump Thursday, right? Don't need any other reason for that. Uh, Today is the day that he's going to turn himself in and get himself a a mugshot and get weighed. I think the uh, sheriff there went out of his way again today to say, no favoritism here. He's going to have to get the same treatment. Now, have I missed this? Have they not bothered to put out the height and weight of any of the other people who've already been? I don't think we uh, cared. Booked. I don't think because, don't you think. know, well, I mean, we're seeing right. We're seeing their pictures. Yeah. And I guess we're not really interested in how much any of them weigh or how tall they are. But I'm just wondering. I don't I, I haven't noticed that I, I was my my comment or my thought was. For all those people that have been defending and thinking they're going to go to jail and defend Donald Trump to the very end, once you start seeing mugshots, it, are you shitting your pants? Because you probably should be. Once the mugshots, you're like, oh, this is this is real. This is exceptionally real. <laughs> yeah. uh, when you look back through the the uh, history of mugshots of particularly famous people, uh, they do stand the test of time, don't they? Very often. There of uh, people who got really famous and at age 19 got a marijuana arrest. And back then in 1962 or something, you know, you'd, you'd get hauled in. And so there's your, there's your mug shot, you know, your, your 19 year old Mick Jagger or, or something. And it, and it kind of lives on forever, but the, you know, the charges get dropped and, and you move on. I don't think that that's going to be true here. I don't think these are going to be forgettable mugshots these are going to be like like oj simpson um and did you see the uh, four mugshots uh during the watergate era of haldeman ehrlichman no john mitchell and i can't remember who the fourth person was Liddy? was it maybe liddy it might have been yeah it might have been any of them and uh at least back then and i assume they were arrested by you know they were under federal charges not yeah. any state right they would do the the uh front view and then they'd make you turn to each side the profile him yeah. yes yes it doesn't look like that's happened in georgia they're just uh uh willing to settle for a a frontal view but boy those are creepy looking mug shots of of those people <laughs> and it has been duly noted that uh, during Watergate, when you had literally literally dozens of uh, people arrested 
And book, there was only one person for whom there is no mugshot of during that era. And we know who it is. It's Richard E. Nixon. He was never yeah. arrested. He was never charged. That's right. He, he was, was pardoned, pardoned uh, for anything that they might have charged him for shortly after Gerald Ford was sworn in. So the uh, phrase worse than Watergate, which is the most shop-worn, inappropriate, no, it isn't the 25, you know, Benghazi, worse than water. Right? Everything. Um, Scooter but Libby. This, right, Scooter Libby. No, this yeah, this worse, this than, worse water. than water. It's and, official. You, you can rest easy in your grave, Dick. You don't need to spin. You don't oh, have to no. do anything. First of all, and again, as I've mentioned before, it, this stretches out to about four different states. So <laughs> Nixon always just kept his but, shit into one area. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely it's 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 not even close so anyway so trump gets himself a new lawyer on thursday today as we speak uh several hours before he uh shows up at the um the jail there to get get booked and all that and he's hired a guy named steve uh sado or sado s-a-d-o-w and he's got experience with rico prosecutions and he's got experience with RICO prosecutions in Fulton County, Georgia. And he's got experience with RICO prosecutions in Fulton County, Georgia, that were charged and tried by Fonnie Willis. Yeah. So he must have crushed her several times because that's why Trump. For sure. Right. Right. He must have a record of success that's unmatched. Yeah. Well, um, apparently not. <laughs> He represented some rapper guy. Gunna. Gunna is the Gunna. name of the gentleman that he, real name, Sergio Giovanni Kitchens. <laughs> oh, come on. That's a real thing. That is that, a real story. That's where we got our, that's where we got our new kitchen cabinets. <laughs> Sergio Giovanni Kitchens, real name of rapper Gunner, who you've never heard of either of those names anyway. He pled guilty. He threw his cards down on the table and said i got i got nothing i gotta i gotta hire that guy i must yeah. hire that fellow yeah that's hilarious I mean, apparently he actually is considered to be a, a a quality criminal lawyer in in uh in georgia but but just the the idea the optics the the obvious what you're switching lawyers on the day that uh you're you're first starting to go through the system officially of course this lawyer's already come out and said donald trump is innocent of everything he didn't do anything wrong well, well, so oh okay well that's why you hired him right well no it was because well, you got five million dollars went into an account that's when you start yapping and talking about how innocent your boy is of course get out of yeah. my face with that shit yeah so and by the way optics are out the window when america's mayor goes to second chance bail bonds at the corner of shot and kill Right, right. I, I've told you about my um, father's uncle, haven't I? About he had a bail bonds business. Who is the? He was the biggest bail bondsman. Yeah. In in Columbus, Ohio, in the nineteen thirties. Okay. 1930s. I understand it's a it's a fairly lucrative business, from what I hear. Well, it was it was for uh, him. He was uh, Uncle Morris. Uncle Morris, right. and my father would would speak of the amount of money 
that was in his apartment in cash. He said it Jesus. was fallen out of the closets. There was Jesus. so much money. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Moore. And of course, they were cheap as hell. Just just cheap as hell. And, and I only I never met Uncle Morris. I met his wife, who was my father's aunt, when she was an old lady, and she lived in this horrible apartment. Right next to uh, Temple to Fareth Israel in Columbus. So after Hebrew school, I'd go over there and she'd give me cookies. But the apartment had that, you know, a classic old grandma smell. I mean, oh, really? Oh, yeah, like oh, like list, Listerine and menthol. Right. I don't think there was money hidden in that apartment anymore. But uh, you know, the, the, anyway, the, the, that's my that's my ba- that's my bail story uh, from the. Stories Brad promised not to tell. <laughs> Who did you promise not to tell? Who did you vow not to tell that? Who did you make a pinky promise to under penalty of death? Don't know. Don't know. But um, in a couple months, I'm going to uh, see uh, one of my close relatives in a uh, generation in between me and Uncle Morris. And, you know, who will, I'm going to ask her about this because she'll know. She'll know with great precision how true everything I'm, I'm saying here is now. And if, if it turns out that I'm wrong, of course, I'll never say anything about it. Uh, <laughs> I'll never admit. Uh, yeah, it was, I, I almost for, for half a second, if, if Rudolph Giuliani had any sort of self-reflection at all, I would have felt sorry for him because it is, that wasn't, Oh, how the mighty have but, fallen kind of business. Don't you think it's, it's even worse that, and we've heard this for years, and this goes back to probably 2017, 2018, that at first, when Trump degraded Giuliani and wouldn't give him a cabinet position, he wanted to be secretary of state or yeah, yeah. attorney general, and uh, even Trump had the good sense to not give but But he supposedly was Trump's personal lawyer, but he didn't get paid for it. And it wasn't a, um, an issue of contention back then. There was no, he no. just loved doing it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. He was willing, willing yeah. to do it. And, and as you know, over time, if you, if you work long enough for free for, for someone like Trump, it's going to come back to, to bite you in the ass. So after all this time, after Trump trying to pay off as many lawyers as he could to defend as many people who will lie for him, in the legal process, just like a good mafia Don, apparently he has just not been paying Giuliani anything. Giuliani's, I guess, to the point where he sent that annoying son of his, <laughs> Andrew, down to Mar-a-Lago to beg Trump. Well, what did what did Trump agree to when he went down there? He agreed to like uh, do something like a fundraiser or appear at a fundraiser for Rudolph Giuliani. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see what this fundraiser? Now, it's one of those. X number of dollars per plate to go to the Rudy Giuliani fundraiser. Did you see what the amount is per plate? How much? Play the game. All right, start, start, start the numbers. Twenty five hundred. I'll say twenty five hundred for a plate. Uh, too low. Three thousand dollars. Way too low. I mean, extremely too low. Five thousand dollars. Oh, so low you can't. You're, Ten thousand so dollars for a plate. Nope. No, no. Twenty. No, bring it up. Go, no, higher. Thirty. No, no. Fifty thousand dollars. No, no, no. A no, hundred no, grand for the man. Hundred grand. 
Holy fucking shit. Right. As, now, as, as somebody that may have been related to you might have said at one time, you should live so long. You should live so long that I would pay $100,000 for a plate for your stupid ass. But, Get but out. You, you got to lay that over the fact that you know, Trump doesn't pay for anything that he doesn't want to pay for. So he doesn't want to pay Giuliani at this moment where he needs Giuliani to at least not flip on him. And I'm not sure whether a flipped Giuliani would have any credibility anyway, but he might. But Mm -hmm. I sure would want insurance against that. But even at this late hour, Trump won't front the money, a couple million, whatever it takes for Giuliani to defend himself. And supposedly a billionaire shouldn't scoff over that kind of money. But instead, I'll do a fundraiser for you. How degrading is that? How just, bad is that? I would just point out when it was time for uh, Rudolph Giuliani to send his son to college, his annoying son. Where did where did his son go to school again, Brad? A uh, Duke. Yeah, <clears throat> thank you. It's it it really does allow you to go back and examine the mythology surrounding Rudolph Giuliani and his redemptive moment in nine eleven, and how that's really an outlier kind of of his life really great attorney did some great things as far as taking down the mafia was not a popular mayor had a brief moment and ever since 9-11 he has just been eh, a pathetic loser his uh, run for the presidency was horrible and failed almost immediately and in the years since then he has turned into uh, an embarrassment and I, continues I to believe, be an embarrassment no I, I i believe giuliani set the record for the most amount of money spent on a presidential campaign per voter per per <laughs> delegate i think he ended up with one delegate in yeah. the end yes. which cost you know, 40 million dollars uh, anyway back uh, we we get we get the point here he's switching lawyers today on the day that he's uh, uh, getting processed and uh God almighty, it's, you, it's you, bad. You can't make this up. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, all right. Let's, let's talk about the debate that nobody watched that we did because we're crazy <laughs> and we hate ourselves. Okay. Uh, let me, let me give my takeaways. Cause I, I was, this is my fault. I have not been as familiar with the Vivek Ramaswamy. I believe, is that how you pronounce his name? Vivek, Vivek, uh, Whatever. Easily the biggest asshole on that stage by a long shot. And that was somewhat of a, 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 a surprise to me in, in a class of assholes, right. really the biggest can, one. Can, can I, can I interject for just a moment? Go for it. If you're trying to inherit the MAGA crown, then being the biggest asshole yeah. at a debate is not a problem. No. It's an asset. It's a virtue. It's not a vice. Absolutely. Yeah. No, he was he was truly dreadfully awful. And I believe what will happen now is that he will pay Donald Trump to be the running mate. I believe that there will be a financial uh, transaction and Ramaswamy will give Donald Trump money to be his running mate. Well, he might be richer than Trump, actually, when it comes to having cash. Are. <laughs> on hand <laughs> uh, there's been there's been a lot of bantering about who's Money. it going to be who's the running mate going to be carrie lake would certainly blow donald trump for it 
but I think Donald Trump loves cash more and I, I and needs cash more at this point. I, I fully believe Ramaswamy uh, will pay Donald Trump for that spot on the ticket. Um, I, I'm there. It seems to be a conventional wisdom among some of the, the press that uh, Nikki Haley was able to really be great because she was less awful than the rest of them. I, I buck that a little bit. I, I, I don't buy that at all. I thought her, her needless comment about, well, if you want to have something done, you go to a woman or something like that. I thought that was just stupid and useless and ridiculous. Uh, well, she was it's true. You can't stand it. <laughs> yeah. Does, well, does, we... does a woman of color threaten you, Brent? <laughs> no. Well, we had a chance to, to go to a woman in 2016 and I decided to go that way. And America yeah, didn't white. <laughs> uh, I thought the Chris Christie versus Ramaswamy stuff was really entertaining. Have you have you seen the stories about who actually had more time than anyone else in that debate? Have you seen those stories? Because they've gone back and they've done the 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 second by second TikTok on it. I know that Chris Christie was in second place. I yeah. just remember that, and uh, I would assume that uh, uh, Ramaswamy. Excuse me, I'm, I didn't mean that. As it turns out, the guy that they wanted to murder on January the sixth had more time than anyone else. Oh, and you would, really and you wouldn't know that it was also because he said nothing that was memorable at all. He said zero that was memorable. He said nothing that was surprising, and nothing that was anything. I I thought it was the guy. The guy I thought who was halfway human was that Bergam guy. I thought I thought Bergam was the guy that was sort of somewhat you really? know human. Yeah, among among amongst everything, he seemed like somewhat of an adult. They, I was. I thought one of DeSantis's worst moments when they're like, all right, go ahead, raise your hands about climate change. We're not going to do that. We're not children. No, that's no, you pathetic. are. You really, you really are. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and, and by the way, the, 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 the proof was that uh, there were eight of them there and six of them didn't raise their hands. Asia Hutchinson did. And uh, uh, somebody else did did a half-hearted that, that wasn't chris christie that was when they were asked about uh would you vote for a convicted yeah. uh, donald trump and uh six of them raised their hands asia hutchinson did not and uh, chris christie half raised his hand and then pretended that he didn't do it at all and, <laughs> he was i'm waving you off i'm just waving yeah. you off <laughs> yeah uh, because you know, first of all, th that moment, you should have, they just, just save money on the electricity and turn the lights off right there. Okay. Um, because the question was not phrased correctly. It should have been, could Donald Trump shoot someone on Fifth Avenue, murder them in cold blood, and then would you still vote for, for Donald Trump? That's the same it's the same kind of question because it just is. Yeah. Um, and maybe in that case, they would say no, because that would be street crime. Okay. That would be the kind of law and order Republicans respect. Right. But when it comes to uh, law and order and uh, equal justice under the law and innocent until proven guilty, that doesn't really apply here with Donald Trump. It's uh innocent until proven innocent and if proven guilty i don't give a shit okay that's kind of a different standard that they have because 
you know, so many of these voters out there who are going to be voting in that primary. And we always have to remember, I guess we're supposed to remember this, that that debate was not aimed at you and me. It wasn't aimed at most people across the country. It was aimed at the the uh, 30 or 40,000 people who are going to be uh, voting in the Iowa caucus um, thing in in January. And um, that's kind of half true because if it was really true, then it would only be on Iowa public TV <laughs> and the rest of us would be seeing it on C-SPAN, right? So, well, you're, you're also, I, I mean, you're, you're trying to get some people to write some checks and give you a couple bucks too. I mean, yeah. there's, there's that. Yeah. So it's uh, not a, it's not a, a, an Iowa only thing. And by the way, if it was an, an Iowa only thing, you would have heard. And by the way, if this was on your bingo card, you lost a bingo. Ethanol didn't oh, exist. Yeah. yeah, you didn't that, hear about that. When America was great, no, but we had to see. We had to start off with the candidates. Would, would would be would be talking about ethanol yeah. subsidies? Yeah, for and Iowa much, farmers and how they're great they are. Field. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, instead, yeah, we yeah. we had to start off the debate in case you missed this with a question about oh. Oliver Anthony music, please. And why is Richmond north of Richmond connecting with America because America's in such a shitter? Go ahead, Governor DeSantis, and they all kind of boff that question completely it was, well, it was so all, my guess is more than half of them didn't know what they were talking about okay <laughs> I, would, but, I, don't, I would hope I, that they would have staff that are i, I would hope you that, go again which that's just like why doesn't someone go in and tell donald trump that he's well there's work that way they all suck they all don't know what they're doing but they're, they're all into they're all into jumping in front of a parade and they all are able to glom onto some shit that's not theirs they haven't been able to do this because this guy apparently won't sell out but at least their staff should be on hand with uh, that sort of shit so that they can kind of know what maybe they didn't know what they're talking about I, I i i'm sorry i just again i have to just kind of obsess and kind of go I don't know if the national psyche is uh, governed by what is it number one on the Billboard chart at any given time. I'm sorry, I just don't. I don't. I don't see it. I'm not sure. Which do you think? Which do you think was a more pointless waste of time? <laughs> that question, or, and I give Chris Christie credit for not just walking out from behind the podium and choking. I think it was Martha McCallum that asked the question about UFOs. <laughs> Ask him a question about UFOs. If if you found out while you were president there were UFOs, would you level with the American people? Holy Jesus, God, oh, let's stop. I, I have to say, the Chris Christie meltdowns kind of make it worth watching. The kind, the kind yeah, of disgust you know that he, he held has. Back. He held back, Britt. That well, was, he was not. He went off on Ramaswamy a couple of times, including yeah, call, but, calling him uh, Jet, Chat yeah. GPT. Yeah, and then Ram- okay, prepared, prepared line, but but he, nah, he, he uh-uh. Ramaswamy uh, came he back at him with, oh, why don't you go ahead and hug me and get uh, get me elected the way you did Barack Obama? They're still holding on to that Hurricane Sandy shit. They're you, you still know, holding on to that 11 years later. Well, for, first of all, it was hard to hear that. <laughs> it was very hard to hear in real time the, the, the line, which is actually pretty good off the cuff by uh, Ramaswamy. Um, but even so, Chris Christie could have turned it back around and said, at that point, Vivek 
Barack Obama was the president of the United States. And my state, I was the governor of a state. I had a real job with real responsibilities to about 10 million people in New Jersey. Yeah. To make sure that the aid was going to come and that we were going to get help from the federal government. So, yeah, I did business with the president of the United States. What would you have done, sir? That, but, but, but so, yeah, so he got the little zinger in there. And I don't think it scored that much. It wasn't that great. Uh, I thought I thought Nikki Haley's best moment was when she was telling Vivek Ramaswamy that, that he was, you know, he's Putin's lover boy for saying that we shouldn't help the Ukrainians out anymore. And, and well, she kind of went off on him on that. And he he had no he had no real response. And again, what a missed opportunity. This was just several hours after we learned that there was an aviation accident uh, in Russia. <laughs> An aviation accident. It's so sad that it happened. Right. And <laughs> any of them could have garroted uh, Ramaswamy or DeSantis, who is not so hot on aid for Ukraine. Any of them on. Oh, so, so this is the guy. This is the guy that you think should be given carte blanche to take over land that is not his country's with force with the brutality that he did and chris christie did explain for the uh, for the unwashed what he saw when he did go visit ukraine several months ago to see in person yeah the the uh, the horrible atrocities that are being committed and so this was a chance uh to get some some high ground there and they didn't take advantage of it that not none of them were as agile as they should have been. No. Well, it's, and it's I know it's a lot of pressure, and I know it, it's there's too many people and yeah, all, yeah. all that stuff. I, I think Ramaswamy's comeback was it's the same people that got us into Iraq. It's gonna it's the same people that got us into Vietnam. I think fact check most of the people who got us into Vietnam are dead. I think most of them are dead. I mean, just, a, just as, a, as a logistical point here. Well, but he doesn't. He doesn't mean it. That what he really means uh, no. is these are the same ill the same the people same, who went. Yeah. It's the the children of the people who went to the yeah. same colleges with the fancy degrees yes. who don't know what they're doing that, that that ruined our life. The best and the brightest. He, and by the way, that's way too esoteric. Exactly. Uh, how how long did it take the Republican Party to realize that the Iraq War was a mistake? Twenty years. How how long have they finally embraced the idea that the Iraq War was a mistake? Uh, and, and by the way, where, where is Ramaswamy? Did he go to Harvard? Is is he? I think he's another guy. That, again, yeah, probably. I think you're right. A very advanced degree, and so he's he's trying to play the populist uh, card, and you know he's obviously a a, a quick thinking. A uh, good speaker, and he's obnoxious as hell. Oh uh, God, that'll get, still... you, that'll get you some some mileage there. But he is like when, the, the, when... the he's like the blonde kid on your street that wouldn't shut up and was always trying to egg you into a fight, and you just wanted to punch him. He was exactly that guy last night. Um, when they were asked the rather simple question about uh, does human activity uh, cause climate change, uh, Ramaswamy. And uh, most of them said, uh, nope, nope, not not really. And when he used the obviously prepared line, he's probably said this a million times in interviews. I just haven't heard it. it was, Drill, frack, and embrace nuclear. <laughs> Drill, frack, and embrace nuclear. Okay. 
So the, the okay. The the windmills are much more dangerous than nuclear energy. Is that is that what we're going for? Is Have it? you heard the sounds that they make? Voo 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 voo. Don't you know about that? Trump has explained that a million times. Uh, and also, Trump believes that if the wind's not blowing, you can't watch television. Yeah. He truly believes that. Uh, Vivek now, Ramaswamy. That- Vivek Ramaswamy with a bachelor's from Harvard and a JD from uh, Yale. Oh. <laughs> so there it is. Best of both worlds for him. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it's impressive that he's built himself into something like this at the age of 38. And by something like this, I mean a complete pedantic asshole uh, who has a lot of money. Uh, so we can just start with the the people who are watching, the hardcore Republican voter. They don't feel comfortable with <clears throat> certain people and elevating them to the presidency. So, uh, Mr. Scott, you're excused. Miss Haley, you're excused. Mr. Ramaswamy, you're excused. Thanks for coming. We do have parting gifts for you. Britt, you have no evidence of that, and we know that it's the Democrats and the liberals <laughs> who are the real racists in this country. <laughs> Has there ever been a Democratic black president? No. Has there ever been a Democratic black vice president? No. no. You can't name either one, can you? <laughs> you can't do that. Not in our lifetimes. Yeah. I'm telling um, you, I don't know. Who, I don't know how much the check's going to be. He's going to pay to be on that ticket. He'll pay. He'll pay Donald Trump money to be on that ticket. I know you're like, no, the Republican Party won't go for that. They have to have a process and they're not going to just let him. No, there's no there is no Republican Party. It is. It is Donald Trump. Right. He's the, and that probably wouldn't be a federal crime. So <laughs> I can't think no, of I didn't think of yeah, it being a no federal law. crime. There's no law against bribing your way onto a no, a, there's not. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it's untoward, it's stupid, and nobody could have foreseen it. So of course it's a Donald Trump thing. Of course Donald Trump's going to do it. Now I, I don't know whether we want to get into any kind of specifics, but I think it's fair to say that that was a uh an eight-point clusterfuck when it came to the topic of abortion, and for good reason, because the Republican Party is painted into a corner nationally, and uh, they were all willing to ignore the fact, and I think it was brought up by whoever threw out the question, whether it was uh, Brett or Martha, um, that in uh, six states in a row, uh referendums is it referenda or referendums i I think it's a referenda but i don't know okay i don't know uh abortion rights keep getting upheld by the will of the people in spite of all kinds of attempts to game the system suppress the vote move the goalposts so for republican candidates And again, I understand this is a primary. This is not the general election, but they are laying down markers. They're laying down the predicate for what will be used against uh, them in a general election should one of them be the nominee. And of course, Trump, who's just a lying, fudging piece of crap, (laughs) has uh, managed to sidestep the the issue pretty well by just bragging that he got three Supreme Court justices on there to gut and destroy Roe versus Wade. And so he can just uh, clap his hands together and move on. I I did my job. So put me back in there. There's more to do. No, there's not more to do. Uh, And uh, you can see the backlash all across the country from sea to shining sea on this issue. And the uh, Democrats, I don't think, are overplaying their hand to believe 
that this can be a real key to uh, not just maintaining the presidency, but uh, getting back the House of Representatives because yeah. there is a there's a cross current of I believe it's 19 different districts across the country where um, I think Trump Trump let's see is is the, the Biden won those those uh, districts but it's a Republican who's yeah. in the House of Representatives right and so therefore now is really vulnerable in the next election on the issue of abortion post. Uh, the gutting of Roe. That's what it is. And so if the, just just from those 19 districts, the Republicans are are, are swimming upstream because they only have to switch, what, about four or five seats? That's it. And, uh, and, and by the way, I'm not counting the great George Santos. I'm not counting the great. And by <laughs> the way, congratulations. Congratulations. DeSantis, DeSantis did for you folks with the uh, bingo card that had George Soros yeah. Oh, yeah. He got there. <laughs> he did get a George Soros mention in there C- completely almost out of context. It's like with- public public defenders yeah. or something that George Soros had placed in Florida. And he yeah, fired their asses. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Is that his macho? That's it. You got no, it. No, I, I, I completely and I, I do think it's unfortunate that a lot of people didn't see it. And I think the you know, the Democrats need to distri- distribute the clips of, of white haired dudes talking about abortion for sure. Uh, that needs to go yeah. far and wide and have itself. life. <laughs> it it really, uh, and then Nikki Haley pointed out, well, we can't really have a national uh, ban on it because we don't have 60 senators that are, you know, pro-life. We've never had that. And they went, oh, fuck you. That was kind of their their it, response it to her. Said, there, there's never even been 45. And, of course, their response was, oh, fuck you, which was, uh, you know, I thought factually <laughs> correct. But you know what that proved? You know yeah. what that proved? I'm glad you I'm so glad you mentioned it. that proved that the idea, the concept of being oppressed yeah. on this issue is more important than actually doing something about it. Because once you've done something about it, all the rhetoric, all the yelling, all the insults all of the defensiveness, all of the minute the uh, sperm leaves the penis, there's a life, all that kind of talk falls by the wayside. It just does. And this is the uh, all-time example, the overturning of Roe versus Wade, about the dog finally catching the car. Oh, yeah. And now they don't know what to do. And you could see it on display uh last night which makes trump sort of smart not to be there not to be involved in that it it, it's a 50 year old lie because all that they've said ever since roe happened was uh we we think the states should decide (laughs) and now that the states can decide that we need a national ban on abortion so of course i mean it's just it's all been bullshit this has been a pro-choice nation for decades I hope finally we can codify that at some point in time. Brett, who was it? Who was it that said, finally, <clears throat> it's not even the quiet part, but we'll say it's the quiet part out loud, that New York and, and California and Massachusetts should not be allowed to set their own abortion standards, even though the Supreme Court ruling was about throwing it back to the states, which republicans in concept used to say that's exactly what we want that's right they really didn't want that 
they want more. They want a full national legislative ban, which would destroy the idea of federalism here, which is each state deciding. So they are they are painting themselves into corners. They're wearing nine corner hypocritical hats. They don't know what to do. And uh, even with that on the table at a debate, I would like to bottom line this, but not finish it. But I want to throw in the fact that to the huge majority of Republican voters right now who are saying Trump, 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 no matter what, I don't care, blah, 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 blah. They don't give a fuck about abortion in the States. They don't care about this. They just like the guy that punches people in the nose. They just like owning the libs. They just like the fact that his enemies are their enemies. And he's speaking up for us. And I didn't see one person on that stage last night that that could could fill the disgusting shoes in the way that Donald Trump has laid things out and destroyed the Republican Party and made it the party of vengeance, of hate, of anger, of enemies, of darkness. It, none of them could come close. And by the way, that's kind of a compliment to all of them because who would want to be that bad? You can talk about uh, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy all you want, being closest to the the, the Trump model. Uh, but again, um, it's it, it's not even close. There's there's really not going to be another Babe Ruth, and there's not going to. Uh, and so so. Well, I I do think uh, your point it's is sad. Uh, it's just sad. They're, they're, I, I, I do think your 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 point is well made. There is a contention of people within the Republican Party who are huge Trump supporters who simply are just doing this to keep the Bible thumpers happy. That's basically why they, they're doing that. It's the people that want the tax cuts and they want to be able to, you know, clear cut land and frack and do all the other shit. And they go, uh, whatever we need to do to keep the Bible thumpers happy. So they'll keep throwing votes to the Republican Party while the Republican Party fucks them. Well, fine. If that's what it takes, that's what we'll do. And here's another uh, fun topic that weaves its way through a Republican debate by different candidates spoken different ways, but with forked tongue. All right. Mm -hmm. It's. Cutting spending, it's overspending by the Democrats and Joe Biden. And then to make themselves sound credible, Nikki Haley did this. Um, you know, it wasn't just the Democrats. There uh-huh. was a ton of spending in the Trump administration, uh-huh. too. And, and, and we've run up more debt just in those four years than any other four years. And it's just got to stop. Now, because the... Uh, debate hosts uh, would never drill down on the half truth that that is, which is number one, when it's Democratic spending, it's Democratic spending. When it's Republican spending, it's largely tax cuts. That's right. That that are uh, posited as spending later on, but are not identified anymore as tax cuts. There is a big big no they blew the, they blew a hole in the budget with with those tax cuts and they by the way surprisingly the economic growth that was supposed to come out of that never really never really happened never really right. materialized and, and it never does and by the way nikki haley would be president of the united states 
and I'm not defending Donald Trump here, but uh, 60 or 70 days into the pandemic, even though he was lying to the public, he didn't have the nerve to veto a big spending package, a big stimulus package, because at that point, uh, unemployment had shot up. 20 million people had just lost their jobs, and it was looked as the only way to save the American economy and capitalism. And so for you, uh, three years later, to talk about that, for instance, as inappropriate spending by Republicans, too, it's not because, remember, it was a, you know, the, the Congress passed it and a Republican president signed it. But to uh, not at least have the intellectual honesty to talk about not just the quantity of spending, but the quality of the spending, the kind of spending that was done, and then just say it was just bullshit. I guess this is, they think their voters are that stupid. Well, and and their voters continue to prove them right every time. I'm sorry. Their their voters keep coming back for more. Well, they can't can't get enough of it. But but you got to lay that over. Donald Trump has been a loser. He's really been a loser in every election. I don't even count him as the winner in 2016 just because the uh, quirk of the Electoral College worked in his favor. He didn't get he didn't get a majority then. and, And he's just killed his party three elections in a row. Yeah. So to try to hang the uh, fiscal problems of the country on on Democratic Congresses and on Joe Biden is just weak. And I, I'm sure that uh, I'm not so smart that I'm the only one that's noticing this. I know that the uh, the Democratic Party and the establishment, they they realize this and they're uh, they don't have to talk about it so explicitly right now. They can just let the circular firing squad keep holding these uh debates and uh, well, let's uh we're, we're we're done for the the week after we get finished today so we finished this several hours before trump gets his mug shot and shows up at the uh, jail in fulton county um at any level at any level don't you think he's made a huge error in thinking that this is just going to be one one more tour de force, one more great feather in his cap, another another uh, check mark on the road to martyrdom by doing this with the uh, most publicity possible uh, in the evening, uh, and this will be another Rorschach test for the cable networks on how much are they going to cover this? Is he just going to be a little box at the bottom right hand of the screen? Are you going to go all in? Because there's really nothing to cover. They don't, they're not going to let them in. You're not going to actually see the process of him no. getting fingerprinted and the, the picture taken. And at 10 o'clock at night or whenever, when he's done and he comes out and he's going to say the same crap all of that he said all along, is that really going to be a win or is that just going to remind people of just what an odious, horrible human being he is? And that no matter what you thought of what you saw Wednesday night in the debate, you know what? The worst of those people, 
the worst is a better person than Donald Trump is. And again, we don't have to, we don't, not talk about uh, uh, stripping away half of his support. It just has to be incremental. It just has to be piece by piece. This can't possibly be positioned as a winning strategy tonight. That's my opinion. Again, I could be wrong. Well, they're looking for the T-shirts. They're looking for the bumper stickers. They got to get those in the store and start selling. I mean, that's that's. I know. This is the only business that he has anymore. They can't do the golf courses. They can't do the real estate. They can't do the water, the wine, the steaks, or anything else. <laughs> this is this is all that they've got, and okay. they're looking for the all T-shirts. Right. Just just uh, call me a moron <laughs> for not thinking that with Trump it's all about the money. I'll call him for, for not thinking that way. And congratulations to you for never letting uh, the future of the country, the decency of America, yeah. and the sanctity of the presidency get in the way of Donald Trump making a cheap, quick, fast, sleazy buck. And <laughs> Thank if you for reminding us of if that. The, if the Democrats can't do the indictment world tour t-shirt with the, with the tour dates on the back, I mean, that, come on, that's, that's like that, that sells itself. I mean, dear God in heaven. But I, I, you're right. I don't know how they cover it. I don't think CNN has a choice because they got nothing else going on. Uh, Fox will cover it because you know it's the aggrieved guy. MSNBC will probably cover it because it is a it is a laughing point kind of moment. I don't know if he's going to make um, remarks afterwards. I'm not sure. Oh, of if course they... he is. He absolutely is. <laughs> we'll cover those live. Go, I did go, see... go to the bank on that one. I did see that uh, he was a little upset with his good friend Sean Hannity because Hannity kind of blew Ron DeSantis. Uh, after the debate and gave him a, a softball questions as opposed to the really tough ones Hannity would right. launch at Donald Trump, right? The withering right. questions that he would he would hit Donald Trump with. Right. right. <laughs> well, uh, my, my final comment is, and it, it's hard to top the uh, recent utterances of the late great media mogul, Logan Roy. Yeah. These are not serious people. 